This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Welcome to a new week, my friends. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this, I want to say cheers to you and Merry Christmas. Merry countdown to Christmas, that is. My name is Dara and I am your host here for Dear Hallmark. We are talking all things Hallmark Channel countdown to Christmas in this episode as I recap and review for you a cozy Christmas Inn that premiered over this past weekend. But first, as always, I have some news for you. We have another actor that has been locked down by the crown, and that actor is Mr. Will Kemp. He was the lead in another movie that premiered over this past weekend that we will talk about, A Jolly Good Christmas, starring opposite Rush Machete. And what a wonderful way to announce it than before the weekend that his countdown to Christmas movie premieres. So I am so excited that he is locked down by the crown. I can't wait to see more of him in a non-holiday context. We got to see him in um what was that? Love, Romance and Chocolate with Lacey Chabert. But I'm I'm ready to see him more in a non-holiday context. And in fact, Will Kemp is going to be making his Christmas Con debut this year at the Christmas Con show, December 9th, 10th, and 11th. So be sure to get your tickets. As it stands, there are only Friday and Sunday tickets available for both adults and kids. Uh, kids tickets are at a different pr- different price and all of Saturday are, are sold out all of VIP are sold out and all of the weekend passes are sold out and once tickets are sold out there will not be any more like they're not releasing anymore so once it's sold out it's sold out so be sure to get your tickets if you want to see your guy Will Kemp in the building next bit of news Whoops, here we go. (laughs) I want to give you a Christmas movie recommendation. So I had someone recommend this movie to me and they said how the banter was just fantastic and it was unsuspecting in the best way that it was just really, really good. And this person is very good for for her recommendations. And so... She DM'd me and I ended up watching it and I'm obsessed. And this was during Christmas in July. So I saw I'm obsessed. Okay. This movie is called A Fiance for Christmas. And this is from our cousins over at Lifetime. It behooves you, the listening public, to get to thine own DVR and record this for your viewing pleasure. When I tell you this woman is leading lady goals, she's imperfect. There is a line where she says cookies are her love language. Need I say more? Need I say more? 
There's a scene where she's talking with her mouth stuffed full of cookies. There's a scene where she shoves a whole entire large chocolate chip cookie in her mouth. What more do you want from your leading lady than that? I don't know. Because everything I found in my leading lady was in that one. A fiance for Christmas. So it has come on by the time this podcast aired, this episode airs, it was already, the movie already aired on Lifetime. But be not dismayed for with Lifetime. First of all, can we just park here real quick? Lifetime ain't slick. They are, they're throwing in a few of their oldie but goodie Christmas movies in betwixt and between their, their thrillers just to be like, yo, we here too. Don't, we're coming for you. Our, our time is nigh. Don't 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 hallmark ain't only the only one out here like they're they're throwing in their a little bit of christmas movies here and there between their thrillers which i think is hilarious but lifetime begins their full christmas slate this coming weekend on saturday and they're going to be going every saturday and sunday so i'm sure within and they're going to be doing christmas movies 24 much like Hallmark. So I'm sure that A Fiance for Christmas will come on again at some point. And if you're one who has a Lifetime movie app, I don't, but maybe they're like Hallmark where you can search the movie in there and it'll tell you the next time that it airs so that you can be prepared. But know that it will come on again during this Christmas movie season and you need to record it and watch it because it blessed my socks off. I laughed, I related, I relaxed and I released and I I was here. I was all the more better for it. Also, I wanted to um, get into your comments for A Kismet Christmas. All of you guys, I mean, the majority, not the majority, but literally all of the comments were just like, I love it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. But I want to get into some specifically, shout out some specific people. True Mel says... I loved it so much. Mary Carver says, this was my favorite of the weekend. So cute. Uh, <laughs> Holly.jolly.hm says, have you also interrupted a wedding? Just me? Never mind. LOL. <laughs> and we also have Clanky Robot coming in and saying, this one was really cute. I really enjoyed it. So the overall consensus is that A Kismet Christmas was a little cutie patootie and it was incredibly charming, much like how I felt after watching it. Lastly, I want to submit to you um, a partial review of A Great American Family Christmas movie that I had the chance to to watch. Where's... Okay. I'm just going to say it's called destined for Christmas at Christmas. One of those prepositions, you guys, this movie was hard to watch. (laughs) This movie was very hard to watch for me. It took me four tries and I still haven't finished it. There's about 19 minutes left. And I can't find the will within me to finish it unless I'm twisting my hair because normally when I twist my hair I try to put on something that I don't have to pay that much attention to attention to because I have to turn my neck certain ways to get to certain parts of my head to to twist my hair 
and that movie was that was it um and i still i i can't find myself to watch it so the the premise was incredibly promising the movie starts at black friday and i appreciated that it started in the mix of black friday shopping they're standing outside it's like probably three in the morning and they're waiting for stores to open or maybe even two in the morning and so throughout the first maybe 10 15 minutes you're following them as they meet in that line they end up talking they end up enjoying the conversation and they end up spending the rest of their black friday shopping time together so they go from store to store they end up stopping at a diner eating going to another store and then there's a power outage at that store and they end up like they miss one another and they end up breaking breaking up in the sense that they can't find each other and they haven't been able to find each other since. And so the rest of the movie is them living their separate lives trying to find each other. Now, while I, again, the premise sound incredibly promising, but I think the story in the middle of them trying to find each other, it didn't capture my attention and it wasn't engaging for me. I was bored. I was bored. I can't say to death, but I was bored to sleep unfortunately it's unfortunate because great american family last year came out the gate strong with much ado about christmas which by the way they have since changed to a hot cocoa christmas Uh, that's not my much ado about christmas movie i don't know what that movie is but it will always be much ado about christmas for me that's where i got introduced to the miss Susie abramite who is becoming a favorite for me over at great american family love what she's doing over there but I don't, I don't know what happened. What I am looking forward to is the catering for Christmas movie or catering to Christmas. Again, with the prepositions, we're, we're going to, we're going to get it right. Just bear with me. But Daniel Lissing and Merritt Patterson coming out the gate with the, the, I think this will be the second movie of their lineup. That will be premiering. Um, it already premiered actually this past weekend. So I haven't watched it yet because my focus is Hallmark Channel. But I'm, I'm probably going to sneak it in sometime this week so that I can tell you guys what it's hitting for uh, next week. But Destined at Four Christmas wasn't it. And it was unfortunate. Um, and also Great American Family has changed around their Christmas schedule a bit since the announcement. So some movie titles have changed and there are actually new movies on the schedule and they took some off. So like there was a movie that was reminiscent of Love, Romance and Chocolate because it was about a chocolatier in Belgium. They have since taken that movie off. So and that was one of the movies that I previewed with Chad over at Great American Chat. They are no longer airing that movie since the announcement um, of their Christmas lineup. So I don't know what's going over there, Great American Family. It's making me a little nervous because, again, last year was incredibly strong, in my opinion, and it made me excited for all of the new movies over there. But we will see. We will see. In the meantime, what we're going to do is take a break. And when I come back, we are going to talk about the latest Hallmark Channel Countdown to Christmas movie, A Cozy Christmas Inn. So stay tuned. 
Welcome back, my friends. A Cozy Christmas Inn um, is a movie that is a sequel to Christmas Under Wraps. And I it's been a while since I've seen Christmas Under Wraps. I haven't watched it knowing that this movie was an offshoot of that. And so there's about, there's some lingering backstory. There's some things that I do remember lingering in the ether of my mind. But to me, this is coming off as a new movie, um, Blank Slate. Out the gate, I'm giving this movie two and a half crowns. Here is why. This movie was boring. It started off all right. We had Miss Vivica A. Fox in the building playing Jodie Sweetin's character, Erica, playing her boss who wanted to add this Christmas in the Garland Inn to her investment portfolio. And so she sends Erica over to Garland, Alaska to to acquire the inn and that's how Erica's character gets to Garland that's how she meets the usual suspects and she's reintroduced to her ex-boyfriend gosh I forget his name which lets you know that I was not even paying attention now Vivica A. Fox is always a bright spot I love seeing her sprinkled in and about these these Christmas movies I think she's so lovely I love how she's diversifying her um her cinema what is it called? Her filmography. Her filmography. I like that she's diversifying it because she's done feature films. She's also doing, um, a, there's a talk show on Fox Soul, which is a YouTube channel by Fox called Cocktails with Queens. It's um, for older black women, successful, accomplished black women in the entertainment industry. Claudia Jordan, who is a host. Selena Johnson, who's an R&B singer, Lisa Ray, who is a an actress, and then Vivica Fox is also on there. She's also guest hosted on Wendy Williams. She's been in Independence Day. Like she's been in this entertainment industry, and it's nice to see her in a different context with these made-for-TV movies. We see a more soft, we see a softer side of her. Now she's no stranger to these up up TV. She's no stranger to these made-for-TV movies too. She's done a couple where she's played the lead. But again, it was nice to see her kind of pop up as a character in this. So I, I appreciated seeing her that. And can we talk about how snatched she is? That Those pantsuits she was wearing, my goodness. And the woman is 50 plus. I'm just saying. She's killing the game right now. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. That's how boring this movie was to me. It, it, it gives background feels. Because I was looking for cozy, it gives the cozy with the small town of Garland, the inn being decorated the way that it was. So it, it, it provides the perfect backdrop for whatever activity you're doing, whether it's cleaning, cooking, baking, paying bills, doing your makeup, whatever. This is a nice movie to have on in the background, but to actually sit and watch it is a chore, unfortunately. I was very turned off by the way that the male character was written. He was incredibly juvenile and elementary in, in, in how he was approaching his relationship with Erica. He kept talking about, oh, I want to be, but you called me, uh, you know, she called me just a pretty good boyfriend or you called me just a pretty good boyfriend and I was just a pretty, so you are a grown man. Pull your pants up, walk over there and, and kiss her on the lips or like do something. You know what I mean? I'm just, that was very far-fetched, but I'm just saying, do what you know you can do. Put a little sweet baby rays on it and just go in and do the daggone thing. 
So it completely turned me off how he was whining about wanting to be a good boyfriend. And then on top of that, everyone kept saying, well, that's Garland for you. If I, it was just, it was too much. I, every time I heard it, there was a cringe in my neck and I, this movie was incredibly hard to digest. Now the two and a half crowns go, okay, so half a crown is for Christmas and the other two go to Vivica Fox because other than that, you guys, I don't know what this movie is. I, I wanted more from it. I, I wanted more cozy. And I think they were trying to give quirky townspeople, but it, it, it just wasn't doing it justice. And if I'm not mistaken, the, the woman who plays the guy's cousin who works for his dad, she looks to she looks like the same woman from We Wish You a Merry Christmas, who was the owner of the pet portrait studio. They look the same to me. Or they probably are the same person. I don't know. But y'all, this movie did not do it for your girl. It is incredibly low on the list as it stands. And this year, I'm doing my Christmas ranking a bit different because I am including the Christmas in July movies. Last year, I didn't do it. I included the Christmas in July movies with my regular Hallmark movies or non-holiday movie ranking. But this year, I am including the Christmas in July movies. And I am planning to rewatch Christmas in Toyland and my grown-up Christmas list because I don't think they, they would replay campfire i don't think they would do campfire christmas i don't know maybe they will but if they do re-air campfire christmas i would for sure watch that to see if it will still stay where it is in the ranking um but as it stands with our three hallmark channel movies from countdown to christmas and our three from christmas in july This coming in as number seven, it's pretty low. I'm just saying it's pretty low on the list, which is unfortunate. Now, we let's talk about chemistry. Maybe it was the way this movie was written because they kissed out of nowhere for me. I didn't see it coming. Granted, they do have history, but I still wanted a slow burn in a sense. I wanted I wanted them to work for it. I felt like they didn't work for it. I don't know. Maybe it was because it was easy for them and they were just getting back into some familiar spaces and habits. But it didn't work for me, the mid-movie kiss. And then them getting each other's names at the end for the gift exchange. I was like, oh, come on. Man, I guess we have our first clunker. Oh. My stomach hurts saying this, you guys, because you know how much of a banger Crown Down to Christmas is. But at the same time, with Hallmark putting out 40 movies, we have to expect that not all of them will be fantastic, which is not which is an unfortunate statement to say even then. But here we are, two and a half crowns, a cozy Christmas inn. What are your thoughts? Did you like this? I know someone who gave it five out of five because they just needed the cozy feels. And I respect that with the utmost. So you can let me know how you feel by leaving a voice message. There's a link in the show notes you can click. You can let me know what you're thinking. Now you only have 60 seconds. So it has to be concise. But I still want to know what you think. 
So leave me a voice message and I'll be sure to play it here on the podcast. And then we can all know, we can respond to it and have a dialogue. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear Hallmark. (laughs) Hopefully the next movie could be a little better. I just didn't think we would get our clunker this early. But like I said before, let me know your thoughts. There's links in the show notes for other Dear Hallmark stuff like the Instagram, the Facebook, the book club. There's a website, there's a book that I wrote that has a Christmas gala in it. It's one of my favorite scenes anyway. I think it it, it would be cool to your eyes to take in that scene. So there's a link in the show notes for that. But in any event, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. So ciao, my friends.